and our only coconut I'm not doing that stupid shit hello everyone welcome to the Mars Offside podcast where we talk about football unless we don't want to because our team is playing shit um, my name is Chuck uh, I'm here and with me as always super producer superist of producerists Mr Ian Stimson how the devil are you sir not too bad not too bad uh, not good news on the Peterborough front but uh, oh, I didn't want to mention it, mate. I know, I know, but I, I, th- I, f- I crow about the victories. I should, I should acknowledge the the losses to scummy Wickham points per game. Wickham fucking pricks. points per game. Oh, I forgot. That's why you hate. Is that why you hate them, or yeah, yeah, is yeah. that like a do you, do escalation? You, yeah. Do you remember? It is why we hate them. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago when I mentioned about uh, going on the Lincoln Forum and being <laughs> super surprised? At Sorry. The, Sorry, hold on. First of all, there still exists a uh, forums. There's still a thing, internet forums. One uh, yeah, for the teenagers yeah. there. <laughs> believe, yeah, believe it or not, yeah. During the Peter and Lincoln game, I did mention it, I'm sure. I went on the Lincoln right. forum and okay. uh, they, because it was linked by a posh Twitter account type thing. And um, okay. they they hate us. And, oh. and like, we don't really know they exist. And it was sort of... <laughs> quite delightful you know it's like oh this is what it must be like to be a big team <laughs> you know where you've got you've got haters that you didn't even know about pretty sure that's what Wickham are like with us they Probably. got, they so got did pr- you... promoted that season and I'm sure they didn't look backwards and are absolute vitriol because we were in form and probably would have overtaken them that season mm. I'm sure it just doesn't even register with Wickham fans but we hate they, them they, they should have bloody looked backwards because then they've realised how quickly League One was catching back up with them again well... <laughs> But I'm not even in a position to talk about that, am I? But, so. but did you did you delve into? Did you throw your way into like figuring out why Lincoln hate you? Well, no, I mean they're obviously vaguely local, but are they? Okay, well, yeah, it's sort <laughs> of about I don't know what my English geography is 40, so bad. Fifty miles north. I mean, it's about as near as Milton Keynes probably is, and I do hate them, but. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like Milton Keynes, like everyone hates it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just a real. But a, a real missed bonding opportunity for the country <laughs> is all understanding how shit Milton Keynes is. Um, what worries me, though, is always that... Always in... good for our international listeners here. All three of them. <laughs> Shout out to experience, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Virginia. What Ooh. worries me about that, though, is in, in 20, 30 years, everyone, people are going to forget and everyone's going to just see MK Dons as a normal team and not like a shithouse stolen situation. It's I mean, sort of, it's me. already been close to 20. Oh, I know. They've got, and they've got still... young fans, Chuck. Young young boys and girls are going to watch MK Dons and it makes me sick. Uh, yeah, but they, they grow up in Milton Keynes where they can't get exactly. like, fi- fibre broadband and shit. <laughs> so, it's a double, you know. double whammy. These poor kids, we need to rescue them is what we need to do. <sighs> what? And bring yeah, them I... to Peterborough. <laughs> <laughs> Save, probably not. Save us from the Red Bull headquarters and bring us to Asbestos Land. <laughs> like a toil down in the Asbestos mines. Play with as much fire as you want. You can't burn this by this button down. Um, anyway, if you uh, have listened before, well, you, you, you knew what was coming there. Um, if you're new, well, it's been nice knowing you. Catch you, catch you next time when we rebrand or something like that. Um, but we are normally um, one American and two Brits, but the American one is absent this week sadly um he's not like ill or anything i don't think working working i think oh slave to the man nose to the grindstone and other idioms so uh yeah we're just gonna chat a bit of shit normally we uh yeah we do it as a tripod and then we have patreon specials um where we talk uh, a lot more about fpl 
we do about our fortunes um, for for the seasons and stuff. And so we thought we'd do, we'd do a bit of that today. Um, but before we get to the, the fake football uh, and indeed the real football, uh, let's delve into the murky, murky world of rapid, rapid, rapid fire news. <laughs> Our top story this evening, uh, Antonio Neal is a piece of shit. Uh, this is the uh, young man, well, I say young man, man, 24. who, 24, decided to um, text racial obscenities to Ivan Tony. I believe it's on Instagram. Apologies, I am not down with the kids. Um, following their delicious 2-0 win against Brighton, which might get a mention later on, um, <laughs> there have obviously Brentford came out with a great statement of support, declaring this as disgusting racist abuse, and that Ivan will receive the full backing from the club and from the Brentford fans who we've already seen condemning the abuse. Um the, exactly this reason and I'm sure there's been tons of times uh, where Ivan hasn't um, come out and shared oh, the, sure. these things as as well as pretty much every um, player of different ethnic minorities uh, in the Premier League um, there was a bit of a backlash from people saying that it's wrong and you sh- he shouldn't be using his platform to out these people um, of this parish we say fuck you if you're a racist piece of shit we're going to tell the world you're a racist piece of shit and we hope it fucking ruins your life um, is yeah. that about that's, wrap, that's wrap perfectly up, right because yeah I, it's one thing if it's a 14 year old still old enough to know better still old enough to know better mm. 24 24 go fuck yourself mate you you know actions begat consequences it's biblical probably um, probably. you know that, that's that's what happens You there are consequences in this world or there fucking well should be and well so, there should be mind. and sadly because um, in in a great thing for, for red tape everywhere um, Meta a company Meta who I don't know is that it's like the Facebook rebrand they made some shit VR thing <laughs> where they're trying to figure out yeah. how to give people legs or something um, <laughs> they said that because a, a form wasn't filled out or whatever by two people uh, they're unable to investigate the incident so right okay despite that yeah. being mm-hmm. evidence and many people and I don't approve of doxing uh, if you know what I mean but within moments people had found his mum on Facebook where he went to apparently goes to university where he works like it was all it was all easily found so mm-hmm. investigation really does have to stop there does it okay hopefully the police won't be quite so uh, lax with their investigation because yeah hopefully not yeah. and it needs to be dealt with seriously especially as we come into Black History Month at the minute I believe and the reason that the, the knee has come back in games and all of a sudden we mm. have um, racial abuse coming back straight away I mean we didn't really mention it the the other week, but obviously there is still an ongoing investigation uh, involving Liverpool and Jordan Henderson, I believe, around the same. And it just goes to show that these conversations, these gestures, these everything, everything we can possibly do to stamp this out and shine lights on, on it in, in the public to stop people from being abused in this way. It's it's you run out of exasperated, baffling ways to explain it, and if this is how I feel as a white person just yeah. trying to be an ally in this situation. Fuck, I have no idea what, what people who are actually on the receiving end of racist abuse must feel like. And every time, you know, that's why we just want to keep going, keep going. 
um, to push yeah. that. Um, next story. Um, this is a bit of a well, a bit of a sad one, but um, also you know can be quite positive. Um, Chelsea women's manager Emma Hayes um, has uh, taken some time away from football following uh, recovery for a surgery on a hysterectomy. Deal deal with an ongoing battle with endometriosis. Um, both of the teams uh, at their match at the weekend, um, the Chelsea match against um, Brighton. Uh, sorry, not Brighton. What am I talking about? That's next week. Uh, Chelsea match against Everton. Uh, were wearing short uh, shirts with "Get Well Soon" Emma on the back. Um, you know, she she hasn't been around, but she was still on the phone the whole time um, to to the assistant coach on the sidelines while she's yeah. meant to be recovering. Um, and and we just wish her all the best. And she's an absolutely incredible manager. Um, some of you may have heard her as a pundit on various tournaments i think it was on the euro she was on there a bit and mm. i wish we could get her on there more or get you know get her a, 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 involved in the game in a more um public way by you know boosting the women's game um even more and and so we just kind of hope she gets better soon in a in a condition that uh, you know, I think for a lot of men may not understand what endometriosis is, and I'm not going to share that necessarily here, but I definitely look it up and see that, you know, this is a serious condition um, that, that is very real for women and can have very, very bad consequences. Um, so we hope she is well. And um, then I also want to use this opportunity to say this weekend, well, watch one of the Women's Super League games. Um, because it's bloody great. Uh, you've got Tottenham versus Man City on Saturday at 11.30 this Saturday, Aston Villa-Everton on Saturday as well, and then on Sunday, Liverpool-Arsenal, Leicester-Man United, West Ham-Reading, and Brighton against Chelsea. Um, bloody great, at least in the UK. They are all available on TV, um, mm. be that on BBC, Sky, put them on the Sky Showcase channel. Um, you can get them on the FA Player website, um, potentially that might be international, but I'm pretty sure you might get it everywhere. Um, started getting involved a lot more with uh, watching women's football, and uh, especially after the um, the the success in the Euros. And I think we we all owe it to to you know big up that game. Yeah, definitely. I think from a purely professional context for me, there the the channels are all giving the women's game proper coverage i've said it i've said it before and it really should be mm. rewarded with your eyeballs because uh, that's the only way that sort of thing that sort of thing continues you know is if they uh, if they're going to get the viewers for it which it, it absolutely deserves because as i say the, the, co- the coverage yeah. is brilliant and it's a, it's such a massive up and coming thing Massively, now yeah. it, it needs to be yeah really be great and, and even if you get the opportunity to go to the game i mean i went to palace women in the championship played at Selhurst and six of us went it was four adults and two kids and it was 20 pounds um, yeah. for all six of us when Liverpool played uh, they they had the Merseyside Derby at Anfield they were charging seven pound tickets yeah. um, Arsenal were charging like five to ten pounds Chelsea is quite cheap that's in um, they play in Kingston um, and I'm sure the other clubs as well it's all very very affordable so get down and get it's to a, a game it's a good shout because really high else, quality money is tight and you need to give the family a few hours entertainment. Mm. You know, it's definitely uh, just uh, forget anything else. That's a that's a decent decent yeah, few it, hours entertainment for not much money. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Especially when we, you know, at, at the moment, it's so expensive to try and afford to to go to to get in oh the men's God, games. Yeah. Like even with you know away matches being thirty pounds, like you look at train travel and all that kind of stuff, and you, yeah. you're talking about hundreds. You know, if I was to go to like Newcastle away, for example, for Palace, my train journey would be like 170, 180 pound. Yeah, it's it's you know, uh, it's, you know unsustainable, unaffordable in these in these times. It really is. So yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, if they're doing things like very often kids go free, um, adults uh, or or, um, people over 60, 65, that kind of thing Mm. for like discounted, it can be a really, really great day out. Um, And, you know, it's a a nicer atmosphere. It's a high quality of football um, and just really, really enjoyable. So get behind it, you bastards. Um, and then our last uh, story, um, Mason Greenwood is a piece of shit who is currently in custody now for five weeks after violating terms of his bail. Um, don't need to talk about it anymore. People were calling for him to come back. Go look <laughs> it up. See what happened. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, let's forget. Let's not forget what he's charged with. But the, the judge said something about what flagrant disregard for his bail condition. So it's just absolute lack of respect for the process let alone like what he is alleged to have done which is horrendous so, everything on every level yeah exactly so that mm. pricks in prison for at least i think five weeks isn't it until there'll until be some... the hearing yeah, yeah exactly so you know mm-hmm. that should never have played from the moment the accusations were levied which Absolutely is why not. we don't cover certain teams yes indeed um now that's a bit of a you know it's a very serious issue to end on um and so I thought maybe we'll lighten it up a little bit. And I forgot this happened. Um, but they've announced a uh, a drama for Wagatha Christie, haven't they? <laughs> oh, my word. They and have. I haven't put this in my running order and didn't speak to you about it before. No. But I'm sure you're across this <laughs> with Michael think? Michael Sheen playing... David uh, Sherborne. Michael, uh, Michael Sheen. They got Michael Sheen. <laughs> it's so good because David Sherborne was... The, a big character in the trial who's Colleen's main uh, uh, lawyer mm-hmm. and uh, because Rebecca Vardy spent so long on the stand he got a lot of air time court court time I don't know what they call court it court time uh, hang time hang time <laughs> hello jumping <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so uh and he was quite the character it has to be said uh because he didn't he evidently didn't... if michael fucking sheen's in cast <laughs> yeah, what a guy absolutely yeah i wonder if he's gonna well that's the problem it wasn't televised so he can't he can't do what he sometimes does with his uh uh genuine uh real character roles where he can study video or whatever. maybe he'll spend three weeks with david sherborne at his next trial or something like that but um yeah that's that's some good stuff. I mean, what what with that and the Disney Plus documentary Disney we've got documentary. coming up. I mean, there's a whole universe being created here to to rival. Yeah, let's say it, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, the Wang of the Multiverse. <laughs> that is where we're at. So yeah, so that's Channel Four at the end of the year. Oh, um, yes. it, we will trust me. We will update you. Shall I quit with ITV so as I can go work on it and try and pitch myself? Uh, I think it probably I, probably should. I mean, let's let's take it off air. <laughs> Let's, let's talk about I your career decisions. Maybe, maybe speak to your wife. Uh, <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> you thrown everything away for what? Look, this My is... passion project. <laughs> Don't you suffocate me? Don't stifle me. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna go well. Well, exactly. Cannot wait for that. Um, speaking of, cannot wait for that. Let's get into the fixtures, or at least you know the the big fixture of the week. Um, Wolves. But no, I'm just kidding. Liverpool <laughs> one, one. Manchester City zero. <laughs> Question mark. So, what? With a x an xg of two. <laughs> to one, we uh, no one listened to last week. Uh, said they were going to get absolutely annihilated, as well as I think everyone I was did. Say you weren't the only one, including bookies. Let's be honest. 
Wow, we out from out of nowhere. Uh, I, how how did they do it? How did they do? It? They've been so bad recently. Apart from you know when they play Scottish teams or well, Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, play, I think playing uh, the Scottish team. I'm doing it like it's Macbeth for some reason. Uh, <laughs> Don't say Macbeth. Oh, oh shit! He said it. Uh, the, the, the Scottish team. Um, Rangers. We like Rangers. Fine. Yeah. Good. So. Uh, that seemed to give them some impetus. But, I mean, a, a lot of people, I think, again, us included on our Patreon Slack, were sort of like, it's only Rangers, though, isn't it? So, you know. it, it, yeah, you know, there <laughs> is a difference in quality. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean... A little six-minute hat-trick doesn't hurt anyone's confidence, though, does it? Let's face it. No. I mean, 5.38 before the game had Liverpool at 34% to win with City at 45 Okay. Um, so, you know, a lot tighter than maybe we thought. And I guess Pep was always uh, respecting them in the run-up and Klopp mm. did his, um, you know, <laughs> pre-game, things. pre-game things about going, oh, we can never keep up with these people and not spending money. And then, you know, no one show him. £85 million pounds on No Nunes. one show him Darwin Nunez, okay? <laughs> and, uh, 70 the... million on VVD. <laughs> yeah, the world's most expensive central defender at the time. The world's most expensive goalkeeper at the time. <laughs> Darwin Nunez yeah. um, but uh, I mean uh, I don't really know what to say I was listening on the wireless um, and it <laughs> sounded absolutely crazy um, yeah, end was... to end stuff and just opportunities anywhere, everywhere that perhaps I don't know do you think the XG doesn't necessarily tell the tale here um, I, yeah maybe because I think it was it, I don't know though because Man City were slightly wasteful in front of goal in that Haaland didn't score every one of his chances which immediately and he goes... hasn't scored in two games now <laughs> yeah. and neither of City in fact so you know okay so fraud. immediately goes into the column of uh, wasteful fraud it's, it's a weird one because I've heard two podcasts uh, today one that said okay. uh, there was a lot of quality on show and the other said that there was very little quality on show and uh, so it does seem like one of those games mm. that has divided opinion. Um, I think it was it was a game where possession was not kept very well by uh, either team um, because both teams loved the press um, and were harrying each other off the ball really well. It took a route one goalkeeper to Salah mm. <laughs> um, punt to eventually break the the deadlock. Um, which was I, I enjoyed that personally as well because that wasn't just a hopeful punt. Salah saw the gap, yep. pointed where he wanted it, and Allison did the job. Oh, it was it was fantastic. If you there are plenty of videos you can see um, of of the whole thing that De Bruyne as he floats the ball in and it probably gets to about half to two thirds of the way down. Yeah, um, Salah's kind of already on his bike, and you can really? see Alice Allison's done this before, and that's actually his second assist of the season. That. He he sees that coming and plays the ball. Now, you know, Salah has to do quite a lot and has to position his body well and um, control, hold off Cancelo, who kind yeah. of went a bit too early, um, mm-hmm. maybe a bit gung-ho on it. Yeah, it was a slight mistake from, from him as well. It wasn't just mm. Liverpool's making, but yeah, it was, it was interesting that... It, from such uh, teams of high quality, a route one goalkeeper, you know, to to strike a goal. I, I, yeah, I mean, after all of his complaints about managers like Sean Dyche, um, <laughs> it was quite it funny. Out. You're complaining about long ball. He'll he doesn't like long ball, does whatever. he? Oh, when it suits him. Um, 
Yeah, there was there was a bit of strange. I mean, beforehand, at least on social media, um, Pep doing his Pep thing of of changing, changing the formation, uh, mm. going for three at the back, um, which maybe stifled them a little bit. Um, I mean, you look at their heat maps, and it was the usual thing of Cancelo playing out on the wing and and all that kind of stuff. But I thought maybe that would have been to counter Liverpool playing two up top, which they then didn't do. Yeah, um, they basically had Firmino sitting in as a ten. Yeah, he but, definitely but kind did play of, as a ten. Yeah, but like coming back quite a lot and mm. and playing off that way. And so interesting. It was weird. I thought. I thought for... it. It was strange. Man City didn't seem to, even though they were playing, well, f- you know, five three along the back and wing backs, as you say, they didn't really use the width as much as I thought they would. Mm. I mean, they do this a lot, don't they? They they'll cut in and and do it a different way, but. I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I maybe expected them to go try and go around the centre of the park, go around Liverpool's midfield because the, Liverpool seemed to have the overload in midfield quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And a way round of that is to play close to the touchline, and it just didn't didn't seem to happen. But yeah, I, I think Liverpool did the basics well. Van Dijk realised how to defend. Uh, which yep. he's struggled with lately. He definitely has been out of sorts, and he he seemed to sort himself out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Gomez played well as well, and and Salah is it because this is interesting because we obviously have a thriving Patreon community, and I love each and every one of them. Um, but you know, we were talking today about the Liverpool Man City game on there, and and I said, uh, you know, Salah looked, um, you know, close to being back. You know, he was he was more like his old mm. self. Obviously, he had the hat trick in uh, the Champions League, but um, and I, and you know uh, Andy and a couple of other mentioned some some stats, um, which you know suggested maybe he didn't have quite such a good game. Shots on target being relatively low, things like that, you know, which is mm-hmm. absolutely valid. But when I sort of I, I came back and I wanted to um, reevaluate my opinion, see if I'd got it wrong, and I watched... and, and if you were going to do it right, you weren't going to do it on there. You were going to take it and put it on as a matter of public record. <laughs> I've yeah. got a mouthpiece. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can use it. Yeah. I can shout louder than you. <laughs> no, but I don't think anything that was said on the Slack was wrong. All I'm saying is that I, I came and watched it back, and I thought a lot of what Salah did that was really good was because he was playing centrally and he did it off the ball. Mm. And mm, okay. I thought he took he took players with him quite a lot, and a few times fucking Nunes could have passed to him. That might have oh, been nice. Oh, geez, yeah, that was, yeah, that's, I mean, that's where the XG kind of comes into it. Mm. That, uh, I mean, well, probably doesn't even, because if you, if he squares that ball, didn't they have a three at one at one point and he decides yeah, to, specifically. rather than just pass it straight across? He had about five uh, seconds where he, yeah. he, you know, like Man City didn't seem to, and this is not like them, didn't seem to see the danger from Salah. Mm-hmm. Well, and what can you do when it's three on one as well? But like, yeah. It was he had about five seconds where he could have made that pass, you know, where he's mm-hmm. in possession of the ball. It's not like I'm saying he had five seconds to think about it. He had five seconds where he could have done it. And yep. Salah must have been screaming at him and yeah, that 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 was pretty poor. But I mean that's a one off one off yeah, moment, a, you know. Well it's a one off moment but that it, seems to be a bit of a pattern with Nunez. Right? <laughs> um and I don't necessarily think that you can you know, he can say, Oh, I don't really understand the manager um, that's come yes, out a bit. Yes, that was a bad um, quote. You know, again, would, never would have happened under Sean Dice. He'd have kept him back in uh, GCSE English lessons until he... Um, <laughs> Worms he falling out of his mouth, there. shouting but, to get his point oh, across. Worm, wriggly worm on the end of it. Anyway, um, but Luis Diaz had like the exact same thing, I swear. Like he came in and, and you know, struggled with his English, but he took to life. 
um, mm. a lot better. And I think that kind of stuff just kind of goes beyond football education or, or a language or whatever. Mm. And not being able to make the right decision in that moment, recognising that you are Liverpool in this situation. You are currently, well, now 14 points off the top after the win. Um, and you're playing one of, if not the best team in the world, and you have the opportunity for a three against one, it's not a time for the striker to back himself, as it were. Like, you play no. the percentage there. And so I think that's just a bit of a naivety um, that, you know, yeah. should needs to change, really. Um, because, you know, we've we've seen for years and years now how Firmino in that role, being completely selfless, um, but still having the quality is what's helped uh, Liverpool in those, you know, the Salah versus Mane narrative years and, and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so that could have backfired in a big way. Um, obviously, they had the the goal disallowed um, well, and yeah. a few other chances. That's the other thing, isn't it? Refereeing. I mean, uh, I don't know what you you think about it, but um, it was well. It's they've they've come out conclusively and said on that one that like if they didn't do it for the yes. uh, was it Harland on Fabinho? Fabinho, yeah. If they didn't do him for that, he would have been done for kicking out of Alisson's hand. So yeah. it's yeah. kind of irrelevant. I, I suppose it is irrelevant. You're right. It was just an interesting refereeing uh, performance because he he let the, you know. I've heard a lot of commentators saying he uh, he really let the game go, but for once yeah. it was it was never got nasty. It, it um. um... Oh, you well, I don't think he well, got nasty. I, I, okay, I don't think nasty as in violent, but Bernardo Silva holding on to Salah's shirt so much that when he gets thrown to the floor, yes. he does a fucking lariat throw on Salah, which then causes <laughs> Klopp to just lose Luke's all sense of himself. And something that has rightly now, you know, been critiqued at, and, and the reason he obviously got sent off, mm. um, which stopped a City counterattack. Yes, um, some so, referees stopped yeah. the game to send the manager yeah, off. Yeah, I heard them on, uh, I think it was the Ramble, call, him, call that a tactical foul mouth. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> and and that's kind of, you know, bringing to, to rise a kind of pattern that we see in Klopp, that he does scream yes. at people. Um, he always apologises, and I think he is sincere in his apologies and what he is, but his... <laughs> behavior and the way he is and that kind of stuff it feeds everywhere um especially at a time when you know we we can't get good referees um but you know we're just gonna sit here and slag them off in our in our ivory tower yeah because um, that's how it works absolutely well well pep did the same though he said uh what did he say after the after the game he uh well i've got the quote so when the referee mm-hmm. went to jürgen klopp and our assistant coaches before the game he said let's play on play on i'm not going to whistle any fouls i'm sure he didn't say that <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. whistle any fouls. But anyway, play on, play on. Afterwards, we scored a goal and it's not play on. This is Anfield. I thought, come on. What does that mean? <laughs> like, it wasn't It wasn't him. He, it wasn't him who hmm. disallowed the goal. Otherwise, VAR wouldn't have been required. It was It was VAR. I said, you need to go and have a look at that. And as you say, there were two fouls and it weren't a, weren't a goal. VAR mm-hmm. looks at every goal. It looks at every goal. It doesn't make... Decision, you know, there's no. It's not like oh, you need to look at that. Every goal is assessed, you mm-hmm. know, in the in the pre- previous and twenty seconds, out. and there were two fouls, so it wasn't it wasn't a goal, you know, and it, it doesn't really matter how the game was refereed, which I quite liked. As I say, it didn't get nasty. It nearly got nasty with um, 
Mm-hmm. Was it Tiago's two feet feet? But that was more of a oh, slip. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, that one. Mm. It could have been nasty, but uh, it did look like incredibly a lucky slip. that Diaz like jumped. Yes, yes. Like if... you, you know, that's still dangerous. It is. You know, yeah. If you're running that fast, that you can but then I'd... slip and two foot someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if a foot um, had been planted, it might have been quite nasty. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But I enjoyed. I enjoyed the game. It was a spectacle. It got more intense as it went on, um, and it was. Yeah, it, it, I mean, like it, I always uh, think, a good a good uh, tally of, of of a game and how exciting it is is if I'm watching it in the room with Kelly, who has no interest at all. She looked up a few times, so <laughs> must have been quite a good game. She, yeah, it was to tell you to turn it down, but you oh, know, well, she I did looked, keep turning it up because it did sound she, great. But yeah. She acknowledged you. That's what's important. <laughs> that's all that's important. Um, do you think? I guess to kind of wrap it up as a, an overall, do you think this is? Uh, <laughs> Do you think it's a bit of a one-off for how we've seen Liverpool, or do you think it's a good a sign that they may be back, as it were? I think it's a hell of a confidence boost because, as you say, no one gave them no one gave them a chance really in this, mm-hmm. and some people thought it was going to be an absolute drubbing, and uh, and it wasn't, and it was a. I don't know how to say, deserved victory because I think I think Man City could have easily scored, did indeed score, but it was mm-hmm. it was chalked off. But I I think they they were good value for their one nil, and I think they could use this as a springboard to kick on. But we've we've got to see we've got to yeah. see a bit more consistency. We've got to see them not just yeah. getting up for a Man City game. You got to get up for your Fulham's and your Bournemouth and your Brentford's as well because they are well. The they teams got up, they you. got up for Bournemouth last time. Um, they did. <laughs> done a nine nil but yeah that's exactly right and if we look at their five games now until until we hit the world cup um they've got napoli and someone else uh, ajax uh, in the champions league coming up um but west ham nottingham forest leeds tottenham southampton uh minimum 12 points has to be from well, from those games right I think if if they're going to stay in any sort of hunt, because obviously Jurgen said before the game the title the title's off, but now they are what they are ten points away from Man City, who are still it seems the benchmark, even though there's another mm-hmm. team at the top of the table. But ten points away from Man City with a game in hand, they win that they're seven points, and it yep. did not take three quarters of a season to make back seven points uh, in a Very in, in the previous season, and, and yep. people were all. Uh, you know, Jurgen himself, although that could be expectation management, saying the title race is over. You just need to calm down on these things. Well, but you don't lose that argument, do you? You either don't win the yes. title or you, you, you come bloody close and it looks better, you That's know? That's very true, yeah. Um, but if we're going to go by the numbers, uh, at the minute, 538 has City as 63% to win the league. Um, and Liverpool is up from the 5% that we joked about last time, um, up to 9% now. Um, and like you said, they've got that. Uh, the next game where they can catch up on City um, a little bit, but but big big fixtures. Um, anything to say on the City side? Any, anything really? Not we really. Don't normally I think, talk I, about I them because we're anything. not good. Sorry, <laughs> say again. Things. We don't normally talk about them because we're not necessarily good at breaking down all those things. But well, it's hard I, to it's I, hard to analyse Pep, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> you know. Yeah, this is true. I mean, I'm I'm just not a fan of him kind of going to the Thomas Tuchel system with it. So. Yeah, that's really like that's it. interesting. I mean, yeah, I think it's interesting that he played a Liverpool team not in form and changed his system. And I think that mm. is a little bit, a little bit unpep. Well, is it unpep like to overthink something? Who knows? Um, no, it's very, very on brand. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's almost it almost felt like he maybe maybe they gave Liverpool too much respect. But uh, I think probably at this yeah. point he just wants to give himself a bit more of a challenge. 
<laughs> just mix Win the it league up. on yeah. hard mode. Like he got Haaland. Everyone was saying, yeah. you know, talking to him about that there was petitions to have him removed from Premier League that were going to be debated <laughs> in Parliament. Um, and he thought, well, I guess I'll counter that by just, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could be that. Could be that. Um, let's move on to the next game. And Ian, I'm going to need you to queue up the jingle. That is right. We have Aston Villa nil, oh. Chelsea Football Club 2. A 1.7 XG for Aston Villa to Chelsea's 1.0. Aston Villa with about a million shots in this game, I think, if you break it down. <laughs> um, and apparently Kepa's back, guys. Who knew? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Kept, kept them in this game not no hint of exaggeration in that absolutely kept chelsea in this game um because the they, minute you know obviously they scored pretty early chelsea through a a mistake though by ings it wasn't through anything uh, Do you think mings, it, sorry. i was trying to work out who was more at fault there mings or martinez well yeah that's a fair shout and martinez didn't cover himself in glory in the second goal either so it wasn't a mm. great performance it was certainly a tale of two keepers there weren't it because um yeah martinez did not do his team any favors as you say yeah yeah he has to take some some responsibility for that first goal and the second goal i don't really know what he was thinking it, it just seemed he just seemed like he left a huge, huge mm. gap uh, to for Mount to shoot at, and Mount's in great form at the minute. Went yes, please, I'll have some of that. And great, great form at the minute, as in in the minute of that game because he scored one goal in that game. Well, uh, yeah? because I yeah. think he's been play, he's been selected. <laughs> he's been playing better under Potter more yeah. so than he had. Like, he's been like taken off at 45 on occasions by Tuchel or, or started on the bench and got the odd half hour, which mm-hmm. for me seems utterly bizarre because I think Mount is someone they should be looking to build the team around. And um, yeah. I, I think Potter, I think he's a Potter player in that he can, he can do. I mold. think he's everyone's player. Yeah, maybe. I'm, is he, like every manager has just played him. He just loves, he's just happy well, and he Tuchel loves running around a, a lot. Bit. But Tuchel was fucking awful. (laughs) He is absolutely that one little, that first half a season blinkered everyone. We all were fooled. He convinced them to spend a hundred million on Lukaku and then (laughs) gave him back. Like, that man was, Jesus Christ, is horrific. Um, He'll probably end up at PSG or something again. I don't know. No doubt. Um, Oscar Oscar gives a running commentary on our Slack that they've won loads of games under Potter or something. Um, (laughs) And uh, my only other takeaway from this is that Kepa can save shots when the ball gets hit straight at them. So seven shots on target for Villa helps that one. There was one good save in there. (laughs) There was Um, one amazing save (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was like quite down by his side. You know. I could have saved. I could have saved a couple of them. Right, that's all I say. Um, the the Villa side of it here, because we've yes. we're all really high on a, a sort of Villa revolution mm. after you know the Grealish and the money and the 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 all their owner comes out and says smart things and something about Moneyball and oh we've got Gerard in. They're bloody shit, aren't they? Yeah. 
Yeah, they really I mean, are. They, they really got unlucky here and they seem to be turning up against the big teams. You know, they got, uh, it was nil-nil against City, I believe. Um, and obviously massively underperformed here um, to get something. But, I mean, uh, Leon Bailey hasn't really done anything. No. Buendia, for years, I know he's had injury issues, but he's been there a couple of seasons now and it's not really done anything. Coutinho's absolutely... As soon as he got the deal, just... Evaporated, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the money. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, you're right. And it's the, the what's interesting is I think the uh Villa fans, even during this performance where mm. they were were better than Chelsea for at least one half of football, if not more. And that's what matters. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> yeah. But like what I'm saying is, you know, you if you're a Villa fan and uh you're playing Chelsea, you, you think you're in for a rough ride. And Villa mm-hmm. took it to them for a long time. And still, second half, few backwards passes, the boos start ringing out. And you're like, they're not happy. Villa no. fans are not happy. And it's because they're seeing what they've seen, which is a Gerrard team day uh, week in, week out, and they're not they're not happy with it. They're not happy with the style no. of football because there's it's one thing seeing a defensive style of football where you're really not creating anything if you are nicking the odd point and you do but nicking the odd point shouldn't be where Villa are at for the amount of money they've spent no for the manager they've got as in profile it should not be nicking the odd point and performing well against Chelsea but nothing comes of it that's where fans get mm-hmm. get upset and and even in this which was a you know, battling performance from Villa, took it to them. There were still fans, both, like I say, in the second hand when there was backwards passes and they were just not really creating anything booing and then there were boos at the end uh, at full time as well. Yeah. Not by everyone. I'm not which, saying that all of Villa which, fans were doing it, but, you know. And it's... if you're booing this performance specifically, which is a 2-0 loss to Chelsea mm. and you're getting boos everywhere, it's not indicative of that one result it's no. the whole thing i think because i don't think a villa fan in their right mind could before the game be like oh we're going to win this you, you know what no. i mean like and and with like properly sticking their neck out and saying definitely we'll win it and so it, yeah it kind of shows there was you know the signings haven't been great he digs them out in the media quite a bit tells them that they're not at a certain level um there was the weird situation where he like he took the captaincy off tyrone mings and gave it to john mcginn and then wasn't necessarily playing john mcginn and he mm. wasn't performing well and just a bit weird which is um you know, then raised uh, the Aston Villa board coming out and saying they have no intention of sacking him. Links in the press today where they're going to try and go for Mauricio Pochettino, however well that goes. Um, but I thought that's a good opportunity. Uh, we don't, you know, we won't have a quiz this week, but a quick little Ian game. Ooh. Right. Um, so, I mean, I'm not going to call it a bluffer because we're going to see if you can name them all, but can you name the top five current Premier League managers? Um, that are most likely to get the sack next, according to the bookies. Oh, okay. Um, so I've got I've got the top five that are most likely to go next. Right. Um, so see, how many do you think you can name? 
just well, name them. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll try. I'll just try name and name them. Um, do do I? I don't have to get them in order, do I? I can just. Oh no, I'm not Oscar. Come on now. Okay. You don't also have to get the exact odds and which <laughs> website. <laughs> good, good. Okay, fine. Well, uh, Brendan Rogers got to be in the uh, bottom or top five, whichever way you look at it. But yeah, he's actually at the minute third. Third. Okay. Yeah. Um, a, p- a point against Palace. We'll do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, Hassan Hootle must be there. Hassan the Hoots, he's second. So second. Rogers nine to four. I went by the shortest odds I could find. Yeah. Rogers nine to four. Hassan Hootle seven to four. On. Okay, uh, Gerard must be in there. Gerard favourite at favorite. the minute. Evens I found for him. Now let's have a think about teams at Dallas. See, oh, Steve Cooper would have been good, but the, the new contract gives me pause. Mm. Um. Uh, Does anything give you resume? Uh, um, Wolves have got a competition winner as their manager. Yeah. Um, uh, can you, I, I mean, not necessarily this gives away an answer. Can you sack a manager who isn't the manager? I don't <laughs> think he can be next act. I don't, he didn't actually appear on the odds. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, is he also? Yeah, he's is had he, a lovely time. Is he caretaker he, or is he into rimming? There are differences. He, yeah, he won a giant wolf. At the, at the fun fair. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say Frank Lampard. Ooh, <sighs> no, actually, should Lampard. Should I have gone Cooper? You should have gone Cooper. Ah. Cooper is fourth. Um, Jesse Marsh is fifth. Um, oh, right. Cooper was fifteen to two. Uh, Jesse Marsh ten to one. Um, although Leeds. Uh, Full on like mentalness. Uh, yeah. They generated like two point something xG uh, against Arsenal and had a penalty. And Patrick Bamford runs about the place. Um, <laughs> that's good. Oh, I've got floppy hair. Um, weirdly, <laughs> sixth favourite, Jurgen Klopp. Now that is interesting, based on what mm. we said a couple of weeks ago. That, that like I think that's that's too. High or low, I, I don't think he is the sixth most likely manager no. to go. There's a lot of it, you know, when your favourite is still evens, you know, there's there, anything yeah. could happen there. Oh, see, yeah. um, so there we go. Uh, Gerard probably gone by the time this comes out. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try let's... and get it out tonight. Yeah, could happen. Um, there's just one more game that I'll talk about because, um, you know, patron Mark Daffin uh, doesn't hate himself enough. Wolves <laughs> one, Nottingham Forest nil. Sorry, rudderless. I am uh, contractedly obliged. Rudderless Wolves one, <laughs> Nottingham Forest nil. One point two to one point two on the XG. A penalty apiece. Um, what what are they? What how are why? They don't look like they know where any of their teammates are going to be, and that is. I don't think they know their names. I think they need to start wearing name badges on the front of the shirts. That big space should say like "Pass to me" or "You shoot" or "My name's Jesse" or something (laughs) Something like that. that, So they just know there was a video going around that Jesse Lingard did his initiation song the other day. Like it's been months. It's been months. Holy shit, they've got a, they're, they're going to have a karaoke backlog. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And, Jeez. you know, it's it's not looking good, um, but they they still have um, Cooper and he got a new deal and everyone else got sacked. <laughs> and it, I don't know, it, feel, mm. it feels very threatening to me, doesn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to tie you up in this new contract <laughs> yeah. and everyone else around you, I'm going to show you what's going to happen to you. <laughs> 
I don't know. There's <laughs> some sort of kid psychology are, thing going well, on. Well, the owner's really sinister, and is the owner of Olympiakos, and there's many, many things you can read about online. <laughs> um, he's terrifying. Um, they're yeah. 75% for relegation. It's been nine games, um, 10 games even. Yeah. 19th for expected goals allowed, only Fulham is worse. 15th for XG, um, an XG differential per 90, they are 18th. We've only the two promoted sides worse than them, weirdly. Um, and that's probably... I, I just, well, they still have... Steve, Steve Cook still plays. Yes, um, indeed. You know? So it's a problem. But I think what you said is... Is right the, the about um, the World Cup break being very important for uh, mm. a squad like that uh, to you, learn each other's names. Yeah, learn each other's names exactly. Go they on. should have to stay at each other's houses yeah. <laughs> or go on a team building <laughs> pen <thing>. pals. <laughs> yeah, um, but the problem is, of course, that we've got uh, five games before that, and mm. if they don't pick up enough points, then they're going to be adrift anyway. It, it, it won't matter whether they mm-hmm. gel because. You can't be, I don't think you'd be a promoted team and expect to stay up based on half a season's form where you've pretty much thrown away the no. first half of the season. Especially yeah. when you've got your your Bournemouths and uh, your Fulhams, who you would have expected to be out of the fighting way. with you. They're, they're up in 10th and 11th. And, um, and you've played them already and yeah, lost to both of them. Exactly. And I think it's, it's a real worry because a team like Leicester, well, there's no signs of it at the minute, a team like Leicester could kick on a team like Southampton could kick on we've got you know mm. premier proper premier league experience there um and the teams that came up i had them in the predictor league and we might go through it later but i had the three teams that came up i'm pretty sure i had them them to go straight back down and if two of them yep. are pulling that far away from you you're relying on t- you know well you know to <clears> stay up you're relying on three other established premier league teams to fuck up yeah, and that's a hell it's of a an big ask. ask if you can't turn it around. I mean, and you look at the next five fixtures up to the the World Cup. They've got Brighton away, Liverpool at home, Arsenal, Brentford away, and uh, oh, sorry, Brentford at home and Palace at home. Um, we all know which one they're going to win. Um, but then you know, <laughs> I, I mentioned you, you know World Cup break, that kind of thing. A bit of a training camp, go away, warm weather, probably that kind of thing. Mm. Learn each other's names, braid each other's hair. I don't know how it works. <laughs> But then they come back and their first three games back are Man United, Chelsea and then Southampton. So it's not like an easy-ish start. Um, January, you pull off Leicester, then Bournemouth, then Leeds, then Fulham, right? That four-game stretch, end of January, beginning of February, that's it. That's where the season is, you know, they stay up or they go down. Because if they come out of that in a shit situation, they're in game week 24 and they're adrift. Mm. It, it takes Herculean efforts uh, to come back up. I don't think um, they're capable of. No, if they don't, if if at that point they yeah. haven't strung together a few more wins, especially if they started brightly, and so it's it's a bit of a shame. Um, shout out to the Nottingham Forest uh, social media account um, for <laughs> oh having a picture God, with why? some baby wolves before the game, saying it's playtime. Uh, to which the wolves admin replied at the end, "Playtime's over." with an axe having chopped down a tree in a tree stump. Yeah. Um, Steve Cooper found out and has, has since said it wasn't a good thing from the club and it wasn't helpful. It's done now. It won't happen again. <laughs> okay, that in turn's been fired. <laughs> to be honest, I, I'm here for it. I think it's brilliant. But it was more the fact that they deleted it. Their pre-match tweet, they deleted it. Well, after and the cowards, result? After the result, they deleted yeah, it. Yeah, that's bullshit. 
you exactly. got to leave that up. You got to leave it up. You can't fucking yeah, exactly. do that. That's bullshit. Yeah. Um, this is it. And um, yeah, that's a bit of real. For let's do. Uh, should we do some fantasy? Should we do some FPL? We could do some FPL. So yeah, we do. This is what we do. Uh, for our Patreon, doesn't it? Me and you doing FPL. And I say, hey there, sports fans. And hey there, Chuck. How hey are there, you? Ian. Um, um, yeah, I'm doing quite well, thanks. And this is an in-joke that about <laughs> 10 long people time. will get. <laughs> long time since I spoke to you, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we we enjoy ourselves. We do, we do. And we thought, exactly what you say, we thought we'd merge our main feed podcast with our FPL one this week. Um, I'm going to get this out as soon as possible before uh, the games start midweek uh, for game week 12. Am I, I'm very conscious. I don't. I didn't know if I wanted to say what day it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. I do appreciate that. It almost doesn't matter so much in, in something like this where I'm going to game really try and turn it around today. Game close. But... Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get it out as soon as possible. I promise you that. And then yeah. I'll do the podcast. And then you release the podcast. Hey! Oh, <laughs> this is what you a, get on the Patreon. A penis will be seen. Um. <laughs> so anyway, what we do is we'll go through some some Slack questions that we get from our Patreons. Can we talk about how we did last week? We talk about how we did First. last week. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that as well. I've just, I've just sort of given some background. Most of our Patreons are doing better than us, but it doesn't stop us giving them advice. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We're leeches. <laughs> In a way. Um, so, oh, well, you want to talk about how we did last week in FPL? Okay. Well, okay. I did, we both were like unthreatening levels of points. <laughs> unthreatening. Um, yeah. I see you being in. I'd be laying on my side, yeah. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd done a 51-point week. Yeah. Um, not great, considering mm. I had, let me just count them, 20 points on my bench. Um, I had yes. Ward, I had Andreas Pereira, I had Mark Gaye. All on my bench. Williams was there as well, but you know. Um, Can I so yeah, soothe, a bit of a tough soothe one. your pain a little bit? I also oh. had twenty points on my bench. Oh, oh, that's nice. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it doesn't make me happy. No, but, you know, it's where we are. Um, <laughs> I thought I was doing quite well because Ivan Tony with his lovely double. Mm. Um, should we do just another? How good he is at penalties. Just... He's very good at penalties. So he's scored all 20 that he's taken for Brentford. Uh, Sky Sports brilliantly put up a graphic. I can't remember whether it was 28 or 29. Put up a graphic of, you know, penalties taken since October 2019 um, and uh, penalties scored, which was all of them. I was like, oh, a few of them are for Peterborough. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was the nice. last one he missed was for Peterborough, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, he hasn't missed it. Yeah, the last one he missed was his... 10th previous one for Peterborough or something mental yeah um, wow. absolutely insane penalty taker uh, doesn't look at the ball why would you just just stare well, at he, the keeper there was, a, there was an interview he, and, and he's fair enough because he changed his style mm. and he said well the ball doesn't move <laughs> so and, he, and he's always like what two steps away so he mm. always knows where the ball is exactly just kick it in the big he's onion bag he's penalty taker get him on he, the plane he has to if he doesn't go to the World Cup and doesn't play and if England have a penalty shootout and he doesn't come on before oh my well, god that, that would be insane that would be the one that he'll miss um, yeah of course yeah. but yeah so I started <laughs> off quite well for the week uh, did you have Tony as well you probably had Tony no, as well I, I think we've got Tony. the same team I'm, I'm, I'm full up of Mitrovic Jesus Jesus and Holland. um yeah, kept Jesus on the wild card, uh, so I do not have Tony, but I do love him uh, in a very real, biblical way. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I took a hit this week; it went badly. Uh, 
I uh, my initial transfers were fine. I think I did um, Trent. Trent was supposed to be out for two weeks. He was meant to be out for ages, and then he pops off the bench uh, yeah. at the end of that match. A slug. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But anyway, mm. I went Trent to Trippier, which was long overdue. Uh, anyway, I went uh, William again. Another one, Williams to Saliba. Um, thinking about mm-hmm. after the blank, he Williams fucking played. I mean, I don't want him anymore anyway. But no, still, no, you're you done know. with him. And then James obviously got injured, so I went to um, mm. Webster, thinking that we might be able to get some points um, from the Brentford game. But no, so no. it went. It, I, 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 fifty-seven minus four, so it's fifty-three. Um, Maths. And it was a small green arrow, but I'm not. I'm not happy with where I am. But you know what can you do? Um, yeah, yeah. Got some points from Salah finally, and uh, I mm. got more. So Have I you got... owned him the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, no, oh. sorry, I got rid of him the week before the wild card for Sun. I remember I got his haul. Oh, yeah. And then I uh, wild carded him back in because I'm really clever. <laughs> <sighs> and instead of like doing what I should have done, which load up on Man City and Arsenal, fuck the blank, or think about it afterwards and just get some points, I fucking tripled up on Liverpool thinking they're bound to turn it around, and of course they haven't. So now I'm stuck with Salah because I'm sort of like, well, I've probably got to keep him for next week. I don't know what I'm going to do after that, but I have to get a triple up of um, Arsenal and City, and it's just it's just poor. Mm. Um, but shout out to Jose Sarr, who uh, got me my high scorer, my fucking goalkeeper, uh, getting a clean sheet um, and penalty a penalty save. save with a broken wrist, apparently. <laughs> with shit. a broken wrist. <laughs> and three bonus points. Always captain your goalkeeper. That's the rule. Oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's the rule. How so? Yeah. Any any big regrets from your week, or are you generally happy? Uh, what's the uh, starting this podcast, but that's just a recurring <laughs> theme. Um, uh, no, I don't necessarily think so. I think mo- like most people was just banking on City, yeah. more than anything. But then it just would have bumped up the average massively. Um, so I don't necessarily think I would have made any ground. Um, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne doing nothing is a bit shit. Uh, Cancelo, Martinelli. Um, Madison and Zaha, I had both of them, and obviously I benched Gay because I had Madison, mm. um, and so the nil-nil. Madison didn't, you know, got booked for diving. I know, um, and is now out for the for next week. So I benched Anderson because sure I was like, I don't want him playing mm. against Madison, and that's five points or whatever it was on the bench. So very poor. We're yeah. foolish. We're both very foolish. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I mean, let's let's check in on our uh, friends, all you guys listening, because this is the public league, um, as it were. Um, we'll do the top ten in tenth place. Martin Air, Barcelona. There we go. He's made it funny. Don't remember hearing that name before, is it? But it's Barcelona with a lisp, isn't New it? New entry. Yeah. Um, they're out of the Champions League. Suckers, basically, and then they they uh, lost the Classico after that as well. Just in case you uh, anyone wasn't aware and wanted to just have a laugh at them. <laughs> Only so um, many levers in the world. Levers. Uh, number nine, Atletico Bourneville, Lynn Hamer on uh, six five five. Owen Carr, Wees Wanderers in eighth. Um, Safira Gold in seventh place. Down oh thirty seven point week. Ooh, Bad dear. times. Ooh, but it is very tight at the top. Uh, that's on six six two. Mike Wellman, take on me, Zaha. Um, six six four. Do I need another I fucking car? I need another Aha uh-huh sort. Of. 
Anyway, go on. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could just have the whole intro to take on me. That'd be great. Um, Rubberdinia Rapids, Toby Ackland, 676. Baby Jota, Gabriel Panaloza is fourth, 678. Vin Lee still hasn't changed his team name, but a 34-point week. 681 joint in second with Eager Egan Yash Mishra. 681 and top of the table Sam Danby but only by eight points now Sam it's happened again it's happened again uh 689 of 45 point uh week Captain Holland he did have uh Harry Kane um Trippier Robertson interesting interesting had Robertson and Captain Holland Robertson was Uh, another one who had about five seconds to think about what to do and decided to spunk it right into row Z when he had a great chance at a shot exactly I mean looking down through the rest of our teams is there anyone else that had a particularly good game week not really (laughs) Um, what are our positions I'm 34th in that league, uh, there's not that many more people than that in the league. Uh, 612 <laughs> well. points. Ian, 38th yeah. on a 604. And you're above Oscar. Yes. Yes, that's the real quiz. <laughs> in your on face. 602. Oh, John OG. John OG. He's been terrible all this year. <laughs> and uh, he well. got 65 points um, okay. because he owns Mason Mount ah. and Doherty. And played Danny Ward. Um, what a guy. Um, if yeah, you man. ever need to see a man with uh, luscious locks, that man. Um, so that's the league. Okay. That's the league. Uh, yeah, so we had some uh, questions, some talking yeah. points, some so, other shit. Exactly. So we, we usually do this on the Slack every week. Me and Chuck, we'll ask for some questions. And, you know, because our Slack is a nice, small, uh, tight community, you, you can get your questions answered, you know, specific team questions about you Tailored. answered. But this week I put on the Slack, I put, are there any questions? Um, it's just me and Chuck this week. We're merging the main feed pod with FPL. So, you know, let's let's try and keep them general if you can. So as the wider wider FPL listening community uh, would be happy for them. Yeah, Sam be Danby, all inclusive. Sam Danby immediately comes in with, I'm planning a minus four. James, <laughs> Jesus and KDB to Salah, then Trent and Mitro or... Or I was thinking Nunes, uh, wild carding out. Uh, I don't know what that means. What does, it, what does that mean? Wild card, wild card, not an option, or he's wild carding. Wild card out. <laughs> yeah, wild, wild carding out of yeah. game week. I mean, I wouldn't take week, a minus four. For, I, I'm sure he means wild carding is out of the equation. But anyway, um, so yeah, came in with a very specific question. Great. Uh, <laughs> so James, Jesus, and KDB two Salah. Then Trent and Mitro. So you're talking about getting rid of an Arsenal striker and a Man City midfielder to load up on Liverpool and a probably unfit Mitrovic. Um, mm. I don't like it, Sam. Uh, I mean, James has got to go. I get that one. Um, and James to Trent wouldn't be a bad move, I don't think it depends whether Trent's immediately ready to play again but as a minus four Mm. I don't even think Mitro's going to start I don't know if you saw any of Fulham Bournemouth which was actually quite a good game no but Mitro was I was at Orton Towers I was riding roller coasters living your best life (laughs) that's just what I do on weekends now it seems to be keep me away Um, Mm. well Mitro he looked off the pace he he really did he only got the goal because it was a penalty you know he he did not look Mm. Uh, fully fit that was a a team thinking they had to play him um, right okay and I don't think he'll start midweek I could be wrong but I I wouldn't have said they'll start him uh, um, against Villa 
Mm. Yeah, but that's exactly why, though. But I think they'll take the opportunity to go, we we could get away with giving Mitro a rest. Oh, right, okay. To be honest. Mm. Disrespect. (laughs) Maybe that's the wrong, yeah, maybe that's the wrong thinking. But I I think uh, I would row back on that, Sam, and just, uh, yeah, just minimise what you're thinking of doing. Um, I suppose he's thinking of Jesus and KDB out because he wants to uh, load up on players for the blank. Um, I'd be careful, though, unless you're going to be absolutely screwed. I mean, how many players can... I'm, I'm he's fielding... got five out. He's got five out. He's right. got five City and Arsenal players. So you plus he's got trans- James. So he's got six players out. Right. Okay, that is quite So he's only playing eight. Yeah, that is quite a lot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can I can see. Maybe maybe mix mix it up a bit because if you're getting Trent, I don't know whether you also mm-hmm. want Salah. And I wouldn't. I just would steer clear of Mitro in. I own him and I'm happy to keep him, but I wouldn't be buying him before before yeah. this game because I just don't think he'll play. Feels a bit strange. So where do you land on the the? I mean, you obviously you own Salah. You're keeping and that yeah. kind of stuff. Would you be targeting? Would you be happy to get him in? It's kind of where I'm at at the minute. Um, I don't think because I'd... like most people, I have four. You know, I have four. City and Arsenal players, and they they're yeah. blank. Um, which is how to replace. I don't think I'd buy him just just as a sort of uh, a, a blank shield, if you like, just to get another player in. I think you could do. Better. Mm. I think you probably do better with your money. I own him, so I'm going to keep him, and I'll probably captain him as well because I'm, that's how fucking you know me. I'm an old fashioned player, and it'll take a, it'll take yeah. a player having a West Ham were unlucky. Season. West Ham drew against Southampton, and there's there's two incidents that yeah. were terrible refereeing. Bowen basically <laughs> the referee stood in his way, and then that, yeah. that was allowed to be a goal. And Suchek got wrestled to the floor by some yeah. Southampton player. So West Ham have been unlucky. A lot yeah. of the season, I think, to be honest, uh, with with refereeing calls and just very, you know, uh, chances that could have gone their way just not falling right. But um, yeah, I so specifically just to go back to Sam, I would say use your free transfers, not a minus four, just to keep it on the straight and narrow. You'll get a lot of teams, especially a lot of teams that aren't fully engaged, um, fielding uh, below eleven players this this week. Um, wasn't Foden one of the most transferred in? Uh, players pretty much all the City this, players and Arsenal players yeah, have, have so, rose before this week that's exactly. just gone so some people are either willing to take the blank or aren't paying enough attention so I you know I, I just wouldn't maybe be spending points just to get get a team out when you're probably going to want Arsenal and City players back in anyway I am looking I am yeah, looking will. for the triple up by game week 13 I'm going to take a hit after game week 12 to get the triple up on both Ooh. Arsenal and Man City that's been my plan for a while. It might even have to be a minus eight now because of the Madison thing. So I was going to roll the transfer this week and I can't. Yeah. So at the minute it's looking like a minus eight, but I just desperately want, I'm not doing as well as I would like this season. So I just desperately want players in the first and second team. You know, I just want to try and keep it simple. And if that means an eight point here, I might have to do it, but that's after the blank for me. Yeah. Um, you know, um, See, I'm weighing up. I'm weighing up whether because I'm obviously not picking a Brighton player, of course, uh, for game week twelve. Yeah. Um, but I am thinking of Salah now for De Bruyne because then yeah. I can specifically target Nottingham Forest in all of the last four games right. before we okay. go because uh, well, Forest, Forest have um, Liverpool, Arsenal, Brentford, Palace. Right. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. As a plan, it's hard to argue with. <laughs> right. Um, Tom Townley. Tom Townley. Yeah. Uh, 
He is my favourite. He's just got a fish tank. Um, How is he? he? Yeah, he doesn't talk about it on the Slack. He's just DM'd me. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's very. He's one of these, you know, they're shy Tories. Ah, uh, the old secret <laughs> <laughs> shy Tories. He's, he's a shy Aquarist. Oh. Is that what you're called? Aquarist? I don't know. I, don't know. I haven't been to a meeting for a while. Pervert? Uh, Pervert. Fish perverts. Um, Tom has asked about Captain Picks. Um, obviously, there's no city. Holland has Don't taken Captain the- Picks. <laughs> who is Pick- Pixford? Uh, do not captain him. Uh, he does fouls. Um, best options because there's no city. So obviously, we have been uh, captain mm. in Holland as a matter of course. Um, mm. So who are the Captain Picks uh, this week? Now that suddenly came into the fray for one week only. <laughs> Because uh, we'll all go back to Holland. So, who um, who do you think are the the chief captain choices this week? Uh, Salah. Salah. Yep. Salah. Yep. yep. So you shouldn't get him in, but you should captain him. Um, well, this is the thing. I'm. Yeah, I know what I'm, I know what I'm saying when I say it out loud. But I've hmm. got him, so I'm going to captain him. If I didn't there's own not... him, I wouldn't necessarily be buying him. That's all I'm saying. The problem is that there's not really a tasty enough fixture that you've probably already got someone in. Mm. Um, you know, if we look at kind of the standout fixtures on paper, Villa, Fulham, either team could win there. Yeah. Um, so you could kind of understand. I mean, probably not captaining in a Villa player, but owning one, I can forgive. <laughs> if Mitcho wasn't, you know, potentially injured, yeah. that. Um, oh, God forbid. Uh, Andy has suggested um, Trossard. Well, as a captaincy. That's a fixture target, isn't it? Just like oh, you said a second ago. I want to ago. hate it so much more than I actually do, <laughs> but I can see the logic there. Um, okay, right. Let me just, listener, let me just let you in. Chuck would never, ever do that on the FPL feed. I don't own one. I don't would, own, I've never owned but what I'm saying a is you single would never Brighton be... player ever. And every time anyone buys one, they they do it. You You all do it because you know the reaction you'll get from me. <laughs> And I just sit there and I look at it and I go, okay, you know what you've got yourself in for. And lo and behold, you all went, oh, yeah, I've taken a hit to bring in Webster. Oh, I've taken a hit to bring in Lewis Dunk. Look what fucking happened. There we go. Look look at what you've done. That's more authentic, Chuck. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I fucking Uh, hate them. But, you know, if you are going to look at player who sometimes gets some goals against the shittiest team in the league, uh, some offence, Mark, um... (laughs) You know, you can't yeah. do worse. But Chelsea uh, against Brentford, I don't necessarily think that's as no. nailed on. I was yeah. considering a transfer in, because I'm, I'm going to get rid of Madison. It's just who for. Um, and I was considering mm-hmm. Sterling, but there's just, there's no form there. Mm. And there, and I'm not, I'm not even sure we won't get You're rotated buying him because out. of his price, really, more than anything. On the yeah, hope but as a one-week pump. do something. Because I thought I thought about the same. I thought about getting Sterling because I can mm. do that. But and they've got Chelsea have a decent enough run. Brentford, Man United, Brighton, Arsenal, Newcastle. Mm. It's not the worst run, and they've been doing stuff. But otherwise, I mean, other teams with a good fixture: Palace, Leicester against Leeds could be all right. Liverpool against West Ham. Uh, Southampton have Bournemouth, and then my at the minute my actual. I've just remembered what my, my who my captaincy is currently on. <laughs> Is uh, Kieran Trippier really? Oh, Currently. I don't. I don't mind it. That's Everton, isn't it? Of course, that's Everton. Everton away. So you know, we're talking about other players. Can you get a Callum Wilson in? 
Um, Alan say Maximan is out for a while. Alexander Izak is out for a little while. Uh, you know, a Bruno Guimaraes, he's really affordable. Um, remember that at the minute you're in a five week punt situation now. Yes. So anything you do is undone in five weeks. So it doesn't matter if you bury yourself down into a dark, dark hole of <laughs> sorrow and you end up with like three Villa players mm. and everything because you can just Thanos snap your team out of existence um, come November. So. It, yep. It's worth bearing that in mind, I think, sometimes when you're making moves, that especially if you want to do something a bit different, now could be a decent enough time. Although you're probably going to want three Arsenal and three City players afterwards. This is the thing. Um, it's uh, it's nice because I've just I just read back actually the the FPL Slack where you you mentioned actually Trippy. I missed this, but you mentioned about your Trippy mm. captain thing, and uh, this is the sort of. Uh, healthy FPL discourse you get on our on our Slack, but Jeff said, uh, "Chuck, I don't mind the Trippier captain shout. He basically shits points. He shits um, points. <laughs> he's, so... he's, his last four games have been what eight eight six six or something like that. Two clean sheets, a <laughs> couple of assists. Just, really good. I enjoyed that. Shits a term. He is, he the point is a production line of point shitters." Um, his his returns for the season: seven seven six two zero eight five seven seven six. Don't. It's taken me so most, long to own Most him. transferred in defender for four game weeks in a row, I believe I saw. Yeah, uh, biggest. I think he's probably the biggest riser in the game now, at like 0.7 above his original price. It's Holy it's shit. Crazy. Wow, I only just noticed that. Yeah. Thanks, Ian. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll so, be yeah. one of those latecomers who got him at about 5.6 or some bullshit yeah. like that. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, there's not a lot of unbelievable captaincy options, but why any, not any love weird for Kane? Um who have Spurs got? Because I've, I've... Well, as a person, I'm okay with him. Uh, Spurs have Man, oh, United, Man United, and so so my my debate at the minute for my moves, not to necessarily jump ahead a bit, is because I've got four of the City and Arsenal. Mm. Is the person that I'm going to lose the least money on transferring out and in again is Kevin De Bruyne. So okay. I can literally get anyone um, at the minute because I've also got money <sighs> in the bank, but I do have a Madison, so it's kind of a two That's midfield situation. That's why I'm thinking of Salah yep. or Son. Um, But weirdly, I mean, there's been some stuff that Conte's come out and said that even though Richarlison's now out for for a a while, um, Kulazewski's not back, he's not ruled out playing uh, even Perisic in the front three. Really? Mm. I did not hear that. He said in the press conference apparently that he could play there. So, you know, weird captaincy. Who knows? Um, (laughs) uh, So, yeah, I I don't hate it. Yeah, especially against um, and as Man United, well, that could be very interesting. United, I, I mean, mixed fixtures coming up. Newcastle at home, Bournemouth, Liverpool, Leeds. Right. Um, quite a tough one. And yeah. they don't necessarily play the most attacking football at the minute, but who knows no. when you've got a, but an I did hear clash. they're on like, their best league start in some crazy amount of years. And, and still we've been, because I've been Yeah, quite... you've heard that from Arsenal fans, haven't you? Well... That's where <laughs> I've, I've heard all of that. Yeah. Oh, it's Spurs' best start ever. And then, but what I'm know, saying is, we, we we've been third. talking about them like they've not even got out of third gear, and if if sort of quietly, yeah, slightly, they're, they're picking up points, then if they do kick on, um, I mean, like you say, injuries mm. aren't great at the minute, um, especially in this sort of uh, run up to the World Cup because October's quite busy, or the remainder of October, really busy, yeah, bit of November's quite busy. So yeah, it'd be interesting, but like yeah, I, I, I it made me realise I might have been a bit down on Spurs. Um, <laughs> and playing Man United. Speaking of Man United, here, he must not be <laughs> named getting subbed at. Uh, 70 minutes having had one shot on target and like laughing and shaking his head at the manager subbing him off 
He's he's yeah. becoming a fucking cartoon, that man. That it, is a ridiculous when wasn't he, thing. But, well, yeah, but that is a um, ridiculous thing to that do. That game was madness, though. There should have been about three penalties in that game. Ref <laughs> was seriously on one. I don't get it. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah he's and let's, let's uh, get to the last two questions from the Slack then. Uh, Mark so Daffin. who are we captaining? Did we answer a question? No, no, there? he just asked for Captain Picks. Top and we insight. gave some Captain Picks. <laughs> this is what we Trippier, do. Trippier, you yeah. fucking cowards. Who's with me? <laughs> Triple, <laughs> Triple Trippier. Why, why not? Kieran uh, Triplier. <laughs> he shits points. He shits points. <laughs> um, uh, Mark Daffin, who is having title. his... <laughs> don't think I, yeah, I might have to mm. asterisk out for uh, for the apples of the world to promote the podcast. They don't fucking cowards. It. They don't do anything. Um, Mark we Daffin... We don't either. No, but... we don't. I've given up. Mm. <laughs> um, Mark Daffin is having a bad season, uh, but, yep. and by that I mean he's ten game weeks in and started taking hits. So you know that was that yeah, he's was on sixteen happen. this week. <laughs> Jesus, is he? I think right. it was either twelve or sixteen. Well, he's asked, is it possible to delete your team but still keep your account, start it all over again next year? Um, no, um, but what you can do, you is can just give even... me your email password <laughs> and your team password, and I'll change them. And... Well, yeah, there is that. Yeah. yeah, but that's just ignoring your team and then making sure that you finish. Um, you know, 10 millionth in the world or whatever. I wonder if his existing points would keep him above 10 million at the end of the game. Uh, yeah, try it out. Definitely, it out, because Mark. people do it every week, don't they? They join every Enter week. Every always week, the yeah. top the top scoring team of the week is always that they've only been yeah. in that. Weird people. Yeah. Weird people. Fucking, and yeah. Johnny OG, has Bots. the dawn of the non-Holland owners finally arrived? Um, Johnny OG <laughs> is... Never owned him. Yeah, he's never owned Holland. That is a is that an ideological stance? Do you uh, hate the Scandinavians? Um, mm. I don't, dislike uh, meat shields. Uh, I don't. That seems very niche. Um, I, <laughs> I I don't know, but it's a remarkable stance to take. Yeah, um, I mean, I haven't owned Jesus once this season out of principle. But he hasn't um, been ultra but successful. There's a 50-point difference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, been, he's highly owned, but he hasn't been all successful. Um, no. that's, yeah, that's a hell of a stance. I think we should we could do an episode going into the yeah. psychology of why but, Johnny OG hates points. Um, I guess, but like, could you do the difference between Holland and Kane? Because Kane's been like horrifically consistent this season. Yeah. But just in a no one... Really, although it, it is very much becoming the oh he's underrated, but everyone rates that he's underrated. So he's mm. just he's Harry Kane. He's fucking great at football. Yeah. Um. His FPL scores have been two, eight, six, ten, five, nine, ten, six, no, seven, nine. Like any other year, everyone would be owning him. He's dropped. Yeah. Fuck me. He started at eleven point five and has dropped to eleven point four for the season. <laughs> On those That's numbers. his price. That's his price. <laughs> his his team selected by has gone from two point two eight million to two point two three million. So wow, wow. we're all. I mean, that must we're be all bad at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking in. that's a lot of early players who started with Kane. And yeah, then... you're seeing that now. Like ja- Reese James is still like thirty percent owned yeah, and stuff exactly, like that. Yeah, okay. Um. So, yeah, that wraps up the FPL questions. I guess we've got what we're doing this week, but that just depends on how many Man City and Arsenal players you've got. Um, I will probably go Madison to Trossard. I'm probably going to captain Salah with Zaha as my vice. Um, oh, okay. And uh, But the annoying thing is I've got Mitrovic. I'm playing a 4-5-1 out of necessity. 
And Mitrovic will probably not play, I, I think. So I'm probably going to only be fielding 10. Mm. And I'm going to be uh, fielding Ward in goal as well. So that's like having um, a, a leg cut off. Um, <laughs> it's not actually he's done the uh, he's, he's had a couple of clean sheets. But, you know, whatever. He's, te- he's not a good goalkeeper. Mm. Um so yeah, I'm 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 not expecting a great deal. I'm playing Andreas uh, Pereira and Reed um, in my midfield and Mitchell. I've tripled up on Fulham somehow. Full <laughs> <laughs> um, of Fulham, uh, but well, Fulham usually they're my bench fodder. But obviously the, this week uh, necessity wow. means yeah. that they're playing. It's, it's like it's like a one of those uh, films where some struggling player has, has got the call up and I've I've uh, I've put them on and uh, stay away from Trippier he's shitting Slagged points all over the place um, <laughs> you don't want to slip on those um, yeah so uh, what about yourself how how many players do you field in what are we expecting uh, at the minute I've got nine but that's the okay. Kevin De Bruyne and Madison yep. of it all so it's just whichever two midfielders the wheel of mayhem lands on this evening I think really <laughs> yeah um, yeah maybe Salah maybe Son Maybe uh, another person. Who did I have in there? I can't remember now. There's no real standout. To it just felt like I was wasting money, and I don't want to get stuck with anyone that yeah. shit. But um, I mean, I'll figure it out because yeah, I want to get uh, City and exactly. um, Arsenal straight back, and I've got two frees this week, so I won't be taking a points hit. But oh, nice. um, that'll probably put you instantly above. A lot of people like, like you know, by not taking a hit before a ball is kicked, you'll be two hundred thousand places up or something ridiculous. You know? Dream big, kids, and yeah. you too can achieve that level of <laughs> zero. Um, uh, did we, we forgot about our differentials, didn't we? Mm. Um, I, what did we pick last week? I picked Larice, so I, I did get a clean sheet. Oh, you're such a dickhead. <laughs> shit out the clean sheet, but you shit out just a clean sheet. Um, who did I pick? Uh, I can't remember. Um, let's have a let's have a little fill. Uh, what should we talk about while I look for? Da, da, da. Uh, you could always just edit this out. I could, but it's but probably gonna to stay in. It's the game you you where the we pick players under ten percent to oh, give you some oh, you ideas. Oh, Skamaka, he missed loads of fucking opportunities. Played, though, you know. Yeah, mm. played. So that's the real quiz, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Didn't exactly. get booked. Good. Um, Oscar picked a shit Chelsea player. Yeah, G- Jorginho. Uh, Jorginho. Oscar is Oscar is doing a self-imposed rule in our... Di- di- this is a differential game. Mm-hmm. We pick a player under... In case you didn't get it from the song. We pick a player yeah. uh, who is under 10% ownership every week, and then we tally up the scores. Yeah. Chuck absolutely destroyed me last year, and somehow mm. it's flipped around, and I'm absolutely destroying the pair of them this year. Uh, and Oscar, for some reason, only picks Chelsea players, uh, yeah. which is utterly bizarre, and meaning he is uh, on 21 points over 10 weeks. And you, so and he's about 105 I'm, after 10 I'm weeks? On, well, I, I've not counted Larice because we've not uh, totaled them up yet. I'm on Six 98 over 10 weeks. So I've, I, I've averaged 9.8 points and Oscar's averaged 2.1. Yeah. Um, I'm so, somewhere in the middle. And you're somewhere uh, in the middle, yeah. Who would you Who would you pick? You want to pick someone now? Oh, shall I pick Off someone the dome now? Piece? That's That's tricky. Let's have a think. Uh, I'll let you go first. Yeah, okay. I will pick... Oh, you'll like this. Will I? No. Um, you'll hate it. Um, I'll Wolves. pick uh, Welbeck. Uh, he is oh. in my differential. I've got an. I've quite say it quietly. I've got another FPL team, and so have you. Uh, where we just play a differential. Oh yeah, I game. forgot about that. 
I should really put in more effort. One of our Patreons has been running um, uh, a differential This episode league. is so fucking niche, no oh, one's listening care. to this. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, where you your whole squad has to be under 10% owned, so it's uh, a mine for this sort of thing. And, yeah, I'll go, I'll go Welbeck. Uh, You'll go just Welbeck. Because they're playing Enfo. Um, so, and I know you won't pick that, so it doesn't even matter if it oh, were yeah, my first yeah, pick. No, no, not even a chance. Um, should I pick? I'm probably going to pick a Newcastle player. Uh, mm-hmm. I might pick um, Jordan Pickford. He makes some saves. Well, I'm going to pick uh, Bruno Guimaraes. I said him before. <laughs> You're all over He's the shot there. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll pick Bruno Guimaraes. Okay. Why not? He's a great player. I love watching him play football. Seriously, he's I think... He's fucking annoyingly good. I hate him. Yeah, he's very, very good. Why is he in Newcastle? Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out could have been uh, Callum Wilson, but not. So, yeah, uh, deadline. FPL deadline is um, 6 p.m. English time on Tuesday, the 18th of October. Is that right, Ian? That's fine. Yeah. We won't. Yeah, that's fine to say that. Cool. Um, <laughs> get your team in somehow. Um, good luck. Godspeed. Uh, and all the games are on Prime in the UK. Uh, you, uh, Americans and other rest of the world. Um, you get all the games anyway. Um, and then game week 13 comes thick and fast again after that, Saturday the 22nd of October. Um, we start off the day, the early kickoff, uh, the Nottingham Forest redemption arc begins uh, as they play Liverpool, then Everton, Palace, Man City, Brighton in the three o'clocks with Chelsea, Man United at the 5.30 slot. Sunday, Aston Villa, Brentford, Leeds, Fulham, Southampton, Arsenal, Wolves, Leicester, Spurs, Newcastle, then Monday night football, a West Ham against a Bournemouth there'll be other football there'll be more football we all know the football never ends um, I, oh predictor league oh, oh predictor league oh, I'll, I'll league, league, league 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 <laughs> predictions yeah um, I completely forgot about that thanks thanks Ian uh, <laughs> um, I finally did it and worked it out all 23 of you probably the only ones listening at this point um, who gave in your predictions for where you thought uh, the league Standings would end up. First update. I'm excited. First update. Last place. Nate. Nice. Uh, then we have Sam, then Tom. Uh, we've got 92, 90, 88. Adam P is on 86 with Gina at 86. Lynn and myself on 84. Chris, 82. Anand on 80. Oscar D on 80. John OG on 80. And it's golf rules. The lower the score, the better. We are going lower up the, score, the table. The better. John OG, oh, I've done that. Rob and Andy and Toby and Jeff, all on 78 points. Oof, We're tight. all really bad at this point. Then Michelle, Ian of Stimson, Brandon of The Always Cheating Paris and Mikey Wellman on 76. Um, another Chuck. What? Another Chuck B. Um, it's not me. Chuck Booth, 74, with uh, Papa Dalton on uh, 74 in third place recurring character Nick in his first season congratulations sir 68 points and somehow Oscar P not that one but that one is on uh, 66 points atop the league at the minute still a long long way to go and you you know very boring update so you won't get them that often Um, Ian you did indeed put all of the uh, promoted teams to be relegated so so, you know it's just easier that way isn't it Um, (laughs) that probably wasn't worth cutting the uh, the outro for but um, yeah here we are let's get the fuck out of here Um, we were going to do a quick episode hour and 20 minutes later Um, but here we are Uh, so Oscar we hope you get well soon Um, no he's not he's not ill he's not ill Um, say goodbye Ian bye bye it's been a pleasure 
um, say goodbye me. Bye bye everyone. Oh, I don't like it. It's really it's weird. weird. And thanks to all our producer patrons who are probably the only ones listening. Nate, Mark, Sam, Jeff, Andy, and Tom. What a fucking shambles. You're not happy with that. Oh, that was great. I'm not editing, so. I won't edit. I'll just, I refuse. I won't be bears. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>